0: Welcome to Friendship Baptist Church's podcast. We're excited you're listening today. We are, yes, a small-town church, but we are seeing God-sized movement all around us. This podcast is meant to share that movement with you. It's meant to encourage you. It's meant to meet you right where you are, whatever you are doing right this moment, to just give you a little bit of strength, a little bit of peace, hope, and love that comes from God's Word, that comes from experiencing the God-sized movement that we're talking about. And so, yes, this is your host, Brother Jerry Horine. We're excited about this message you're going to hear today. Well, hello, and welcome to Friendship Baptist Church's podcast, episode number 24. Wow, it has been an exciting week, and so let me just uh, start off by by reminding you some uh, things that occurred this week. We started our first sermon in our series through James, uh, Faith's DNA, and we talked about how uh, uh, faith is, is uh, built on all these characteristics and these uh, qualities, and so we looked at how it perseveres this last Sunday, and so this next Sunday, we're going to look at how faith obeys. And so I'm looking forward to that. We also had a a salvation this week on Wednesday night. We had someone come to know the Lord as their their Lord and Savior. And so praise the Lord for that. We have a baptism this Sunday. They'll be getting baptized this Sunday morning. And so rejoice with us as we celebrate that and we do that together. Also, a couple things coming up before we uh, continue in our episode today. I want to remind you uh, that we have um, this Sunday night, we're starting a series on life-changing prayer and Jim Simbila is the one that actually uh, uh, teaches the series. It's a video series where he teaches uh, 20 minutes or so, and then we are in small groups and discuss and and uh, learn. And so I'm really looking forward to that. I I believe there's great potential in what God's going to do in our church through this series, life changing prayer. And I know each one of us. Um, have different areas of our prayer life that we wish was better and so this is a time to come and, and do that together to grow together to connect with the lord together and, and experience the power of the holy spirit as we pray to the lord and so i'm looking forward to that also i'm looking forward to the empower conference which is on february 25th and 26th it's the monday and tuesday the last monday and tuesday of february and so i'm really excited about this conference it's called empower it's all about evangelism and uh, the the gentleman I was just telling you about that's doing our Sunday night series, uh, Jim Simbola, he is going to be in Dallas, actually in Irving, at this conference, and Power Conference on Tuesday, and so we're looking forward to to uh, experiencing that together as well. And and uh, I know that uh, Monday and Tuesdays are kind of rough sometimes, especially if you're working. But if there's any way, any way possible that you can go, I'm really really looking forward to this, and I believe the Lord is going to to do amazing things in Irving as we uh, are together looking at evangelism and praying to the Lord for that and we get to also experience uh uh Jim Cimbala, uh teach as as in person as we uh, also continue our Sunday night study through life-changing prayer. And so I'm really excited about that. I hope you will have the opportunity to go. Uh, we went last year and, and about six of us and we had a, just a tremendous amount of fun and and uh, grew. And so praise the Lord for that. And so I hope that you would get to do that as well. So what I wanted to do today was let you uh, hear a little bit from Jim simbala He's actually a, a visitor on the 700 Club a couple years back. And so I want to give you that audio and and uh, let you hear a little bit so that you can uh, get excited with me as we we hear him on that Tuesday at the Empower Conference on the twenty sixth, as well as uh, the, our study that we're starting on Sunday nights through Life Changing Prayer. When I was actually in New York, his church, he's a pastor in New York, uh, Brooklyn Tabernacle, and when I was in New York last year, I got to go to. Uh, his church. And I went on a Tuesday night and that's his prayer time. That's the prayer service of the church. And there's uh there was probably 2,500 people there praying and it was so powerful. And that's why I'm so moved by, uh, by his teaching and by his uh, uh, books and all the things he wrote a book called fresh wind, fresh fire. And it's an excellent read. I encourage you to read that as well, but he's always been so inspiring to me. And I believe the Lord uses him in an amazing way. And so I just wanted you to get a sneak peak of a little bit of of of, of what he sounds like and, and who he is and so here's this uh, and then uh, i'll come back and pray for us and, and let you uh get on with your day so thank you again for listening and, and I, pr- I pray that this will be a blessing to you
1: well, when jim Stimbler became pastor of brooklyn tabernacle the church had 20 members and met in a rundown building that was in 1971 take a look at brooklyn tab now
0: For 40 years, Jim Cimbala has been the pastor of Brooklyn Tabernacle. With over 10,000 attending weekly, it's one of the largest and most diverse inner-city churches in America. It's also home to the six-time Grammy Award-winning Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. The church has grown over the years, and thousands of lives have been changed. Pastor Jim says it's all because of God's grace and power in His ministry.
1: Please welcome back to The 700 Club, Pastor Jim symbol It's great to have you here.
2: Great to be here.
1: Talk a little bit about the driving force behind your church. You know, one of the things I love so much about Brooklyn Tab and what God's called you all to there is you've never lost sight of the first vision or your first love, <laughs> but, but we, the same consistent stories of life-changing power inspiring come out of that church on a regular basis
2: right well that's what jesus promised didn't he that the gospel would have power to change anyone everyone and we have a great congregation that prays two to three thousand people every tuesday night in a prayer meeting and what are we mainly asking for god come by your holy spirit touch the preaching touch our hearts make it an atmosphere of love And then people will come and they're searching and there'll be a breakthrough and then there'll be changed lives that will bring great glory to God, but it all Uh, it's all possible because of the promise that we have that when the Holy Spirit comes, He will help us do things beyond our ordinary talents and limitations.
1: You know, I often think of the fact, Jim, that that Jesus said to those who followed Him, walked with Him, knew Him, stay in that room and don't leave (laughs) until I send power from on high to you. And yet we in the church today seem to think we can function without that or we we don't hunger after it. What's up with that?
2: (laughs) Yeah, what's up with that is that I don't think many of us really believe, Terry, what Jesus said when he said to the disciples, it's good for you that I go. Mm -hmm. And they went, no, no, time out. It's not good for you, us, that you go. You're everything to us. He said, no, unless I go after I die on the cross for the sins of the world, ascend back to the right hand of the Father, unless I go. I won't be able to send the Holy Spirit. In other words, the Holy Spirit, invisible as he is, living in you, working through you, is better than me walking on water in front of you. And I I think we would prefer a physical Jesus doing miracles. But he said, no, you're going to be my hand extended through the power of the Holy Spirit. And as a great preacher once said, Christianity is hopeless without the Holy Spirit. We end up with self-effort, sincere, trying our best. So whether it's a pastor, or a family, or a parent, or any of us mm-hmm. just living for the Lord, we can only do it through the power of the Holy Spirit.
1: Talk about what that looks like a little bit. You know, the Holy Spirit has been, I think, an issue of, um, a- a- of some confusion over the years in the church, division amongst different denominations, the very, the very person of God that he meant to be a blessing we sometimes don't understand. What does it mean? What do you mean when you talk about being empowered by the Holy Spirit?
2: Well, I think what's happened is in part of the body of Christ, uh, there's been a rejection of the Holy Spirit in a good part of the evangelical world. And then sometimes in the charismatic world, we've gone into some excesses which have confused people. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if we stay in the New Testament, we're going to have that balance of preaching the word, honoring God's word through the power of the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit, I I was thinking the other day where Paul would say something like this in the New Testament in Romans 8, for we know not how we ought to pray. We don't know how we ought to pray, and he's using first person plural. How could the apostle who saw Jesus not know how to pray? But he said, no, we, myself included, but the Spirit helps us. Mm -hmm. So we have to be open, craving, open. Calling on God asking him and trusting him that the Holy Spirit will come and help us and you can't put him in a box You can't say this is how he works because he's like the wind Mm -hmm. He's just moving, but here's uh, are the telltale signs Jesus will be glorified lives will be changed and the kingdom will be extended
1: I want to ask you to share a little bit about an incident that happened at your church. You were praying on a Tuesday night, and God had really burdened your heart to pray for Pakistan. The world has a lot of countries in it. it (laughs) Tell us what happened.
2: It all began uh, the day before. I was reading the Washington Post on my Kindle or the New York Times in a store just having lunch by myself, a little restaurant. And I read about uh, Christians being martyred and persecuted in Pakistan. Little town, Nowersville. And suddenly I've got this burden as I'm reading about Christians dying and being persecuted. And I started to weep and intercede for people. I've never been to Pakistan, didn't know these people. I got self conscious. I turned to look at the wall because the tears were streaming out of my eyes. And the whole day I couldn't get rid of it. I just, God, you know, they're attacked. Some died and they lost their homes. So the next day I wake up, it's still on me, but I knew it wasn't me. It wasn't something in my head. It was something the Holy Spirit was doing. So I go to church for the prayer meeting, and never done this before. And I said to the congregation, look, i got to read you something. And I read this article, and I say, I don't know why I'm doing this, but we're supposed to pray for Pakistan. These are our brothers and sisters in Christ, yeah. and they're facing great opposition. We begin to pray, and the thing became like a labor room where mothers give birth, and we're praying and praying for Pakistan. And when we get done praying, out of nowhere, a woman comes forward is brought forward from Pakistan that night in our church for the first time and our father and son are in that town oh ministering to the people that we were just praying for only the Holy Spirit can do that
1: because he knows he, he knows, knows everything and we need him so much and we need to, I love the word crave we need to hunger after him
0: well I hope you really enjoyed that and that you were blessed by that I know I was, and I'm always blessed by by hearing him. And so, um, let me just uh, come back to that verse that the that, that actually the lady was talking about at the very beginning. In Acts one four, it tells us that that uh, gathering them together, he, being Jesus, commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait. For what the father had promised which he said you heard from me and what the father had promised was the holy spirit he told him to go and gather and wait to what the father had promised and, and i think she makes an excellent point when she says i don't know what's gotten into us today to to make us think that we can operate without the power of the holy spirit and without uh Uh, allowing the Holy Spirit to move through us and and in us and so so I think that's where we are a lot of times today we try to do things in our own power and own strength but it's the Holy Spirit is the one that's going to make the eternal impacts around us and so so uh, may we pray that that we would surrender and and not uh, not suppress and and not quench the the Holy Spirit as it uh, flows and as it, it, it is coming through us and in us and so let me just pray for you today as, as we do that and so lord jesus i just ask father that you would come in a powerful way lord lord that your holy spirit would reside and and, and live and dwell within us lord and lord that it would not be something that we uh, just let uh, set stagnant father but we would allow it to move the way it is uh to do in our lives father the way that it moves and in and through us father to speak to to remind us of the words that you spoke lord all the the purposes of the holy spirit are amazing and so father i pray that we take moment a moment right now to surrender to the holy spirit lord jesus Father, that we would take that time to surrender that we wouldn't quench it. Father, I pray that we uh, uh, rid anything in our life that takes our attention off of the Holy Spirit and puts it on anything else. I pray that we would would come to this moment, Lord, where we just completely say, Father, I need you and I need the Spirit of God to move in my life. So, Lord, I pray for the listener right this moment, Lord, that you would move in their life, Lord Jesus. Lord, that you would, would touch them in a special way and let them feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. Let it blow their minds, Father, about the way you can work and use them, Lord Jesus. Father, I pray that you use them today and this week, Father. I pray that you reveal yourself to them, Lord, and Lord, that you would be ever so present and ever so moving, and Lord, that we would surrender to that. Father, thank you for Jim Cimbala, and Lord, uh, his his words, and Lord, that uh, Uh, The constant uh, inspiration and and encouragement we get when we hear from them, I I pray, Father, that those that do go to this Empower Conference, their worlds would just be rocked, Lord, Lord, that they would experience you in a mighty way there, Lord. And, Father, for us that are starting our our study on Sunday nights, Life-Changing Prayer, Father, I pray that you would touch the prayer lives of each one Lord Jesus uh, that is listening right now God and Lord those that will be here on Sunday night Lord give them a rich uh, prayer life in which they just uh, uh, just fall back in love with you Lord Jesus and and have that desire to speak and connect with you Lord I pray that for our people and for those listening right now Father God we love you and we thank you for being the great God and gracious God that you are it's in Jesus name we pray these things amen Again, we just want to thank you for joining Friendship Baptist Church's podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the episode today. We hope you have been blessed. We invite you to come back and listen again. And so, well, this is it. We hope uh, the Lord blesses you this week. And Remember, God loves you and so